Under Tablets the podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Bridge the podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. My name is Nelson Latif. I have here with me today Beverly Waters from Beverly Waters Arts here in Lethbridge. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Your new studio is amazing, comfortable, beautiful, inviting. I was so nervous, but I feel very comfortable sitting here. Thank you so much for coming. So this is courtesy of PodLab. Our, our studio is powered by PodLab. So we're trying to encourage people to get on board and start a home podcast because we got you covered. So just bring yourself and your guest. It's lights, camera, action. That is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. Thank you. Um, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey as an abstract artist? I've been doing art my whole life, but I had a quite catastrophic back injury about 10 years ago. So I went through a long period of rehabilitation and art was a huge part of that. And I realized when I was recovering that I had found the thing that I was actually meant to do all along. So I dove deep into my practice and here I am today. Wow, that's thank you for sharing that with us. I know you're so uh, involved with the community. Yenlet Bridge, which is the essence of this podcast, we try to infuse um, the importance of being community oriented and stuff. Um, what's the kind of fundamental role would you suggest uh, abstract art can play in our community? Well, I think abstract art is something that is everyone can enjoy because it's so open to interpretation, and it's a style of art that. Anyone can take an interest in, anyone can try and do and learn. And it's something that I think will unite people. Yeah. I think bringing people out to see art, to view art, to make art, it builds community, it increases vibrancy, and it helps people get engaged, not just with their city, but with yeah. each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, your exhibition at Casa last year. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, reflections from home, right? Uh, it sounds very profound, almost poetic. <laughs> uh, can you please tell us uh, uh, the inspiration behind the term uh, reflections from home? That body of work that for that exhibition was created all during lockdown. And the theme behind the work was once we weren't, couldn't leave our homes and we couldn't see our friends, I spent a lot of time reflecting on all of the things that I had taken for granted my whole life. Having a meal with friends, going to a concert, traveling to another city, meeting friends for drinks or going to an art show. Yeah. All of those things that were commonplace all of a sudden were Taking impossible away. to do. So I, I'm a person who collects a lot of memorabilia. So that body of work was all done with collage, with postcards, plane tickets, concert tickets, wow. all things that I collaged into the work as an homage to the appreciation for those things that I couldn't do at that time. And that really got me through lockdown. Wow. Thank you so much. That, uh, wow. That, that makes sense. Uh, reflections from home. Wow, wow, wow. So it basically is for everybody. Every single one of us can actually learn one or two things from there. It's not, wow, that's interesting. Thank you. Um, uh, I also want to ask you about um, uh, the steps 
involved uh, in creating some of your abstract pieces, right? Uh, for instance, how do you decide colors, uh, shape, and composition in your artwork? Well, my colors are always chosen by my mood. Okay. So <laughs> if I'm feeling really energetic and fiery and, you know, excited, mm -hmm. I will choose warmer, hotter colors, reds, yellows, you know, pinks, oranges. But if I'm feeling moody or uh, a little bit, you know, maybe down or flat that day, I will go to more muted colors. So my colors are always chosen based on my feelings. Well, you can take this as a compliment. All right. <laughs> I find your canvases uh, very vibrant, um, uh, colorful and youthful, uh, and keyword youthful. Uh, is that your way of reflecting who you are as a person or is it just uh, uh, your artistic style? I think it's both. I think that I'm drawn to color. I love color. Yep. And um, I just find that the world right now is quite dark. Yes. So yes. for me, painting colorful paintings is therapeutic. It's uplifting. And I hope that the viewer gets that as well. Because we are living in times that are challenging, that are you know, divisive. There's so much darkness and scary things in the world that I'm hoping that my work brings a, a little bit of joy and a little bit of vibrancy to brighten someone's day. Thank you so much. And I have to give you that. Your work definitely does that for me personally. And I was showing Curtis the other day as well. Your, we went through your page and we both like, wow. So thank you so much. And uh, I want to ask you, are there any artists or movements that have um, influenced your abstract style of work? Oh, definitely. Um, my style, I would categorize as abstract expressionism, yep. which is a process-driven style. Um, Joan Mitchell, Helen Frankenthaler are two female artists from the States that really inspired me, and they were mavericks. They broke out of the mold, and they painted for the process, for the joy, for, for the sheer, you know, feeling of splashing paint around and the freedom to not have to follow rules. Yes, I like that. Uh, and that brings me to not following rules. Is there a particular message uh, or emotions you aim to, uh, to convey through your work? Like not following rules? <laughs> yes, that art should be play. It is important to learn the technical skills. But that, to me, is not what makes great art. Great art is made through play, through exploring your materials, pushing the limits, letting yourself take risks, be courageous. It's only paint. Absolutely. It's only paint. Uh, I don't know much about paint <laughs> or painting or these things, right? But I try to uh, read about different style of um, abstract paintings like uh, drip and splash, uh, color blocking, marbling, uh, cubism. I can go on and on and on. Do you want me to stop? <laughs> um, what is your favorite painting style? Uh, well, abstract expressionism for me, because it is a very free style. And although there are techniques to making that art, it is a really free style of art. You can push the limits. You can take risks. It's, there aren't, you know, there there are no really hard and fast rules. It's a style of art that really allows you to use your own personal skill and feelings and techniques to 
be unique. Yeah. You know? And that and that's what I love about it is that you can be you. You're not conforming to a reference photo or an object that you're trying to recreate on the canvas. Well, speaking of feeling, um, I remember um, I read an article uh, that was written about you on um, uh, Ledbridge Arrow's website, right? Uh, it says your pieces are derived um, from feelings you have for your environment. And you also said something that I found very intriguing. Um, inspiration is everywhere. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Uh, because you mentioned something about feeling, that's why I'm trying to bring that up. And I'm very, I'm, I'm fascinated by both. Can you please uh, break down in detail the concept of feelings from your environment? Well, I think once we slow down, life is so busy. So if you slow down and you start to notice your environment, you take a breath, you start to really see inspiration really is everywhere. It can be a crack in a sidewalk. This morning when I was getting ready to come and I was outside and looking at my vehicle and packing some things up, I thought, look at the rain on the windshield. Mm. Look at the patterns it's making. Look at how interesting it is. It's, we live in such a busy, driven society that we miss so much that the smallest things can be beautiful. Absolutely. And that is interesting, right? Because um, yesterday in Ledbridge, we had a um, crazy hot weather. Yes. <laughs> right? And today it's raining, right? And uh, you seem to capture all these things from your environment, from, let's say, Ledbridge, uh, emphasis on Ledbridge. What are the advantages of being an abstract artist here in Ledbridge? Well, right now, I think there's a huge advantage to being an abstract artist in Ledbridge because there is a real birth of interest right now in abstract art. Um, there are opportunities here that didn't exist before. Yeah. Um, because we are an agricultural community, historically, um, styles of art that were more realistic, landscape, because we live in a beautiful landscape, there were many styles that were more popular. But I think now um, there is a, a birth of, I don't know if it's, we have a lot of young people in Lethbridge yeah. right now promoting art yeah. and doing art. Yeah. But I think it's the perfect time for so, abstract art in Lethbridge right now. Thank you. Uh, and also, I want to ask you this. Uh, a little bit personal. Uh, are there times where you feel um, stuck in the middle of creating something that you feel like um, this isn't going according to plan or how do you... Um, and you just want to, you know, stop, right? But I want to ask you. How do you creatively stay alive through this process and just follow through and not give up? Well, that, that what we call the ugly stage used to bother me, yeah. but now it's my favorite part. Wow. Because when you get to the ugly stage, it forces you to take a risk. Mm -hmm. You can't just keep staring at the ugliness and or turn away from it. You've got to deal with it. And for me, it excites me because that is the point in the process where I will take a strange color or a crayon or a marker and just basically destroy what was there. Yeah. But then it gives me something new to respond to. And those paintings that go through the most ugly, ugly stage usually end up being the best ones in the end. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. Uh, like, you, like you said earlier about your journey, how you started with um, uh, abstract art. And I also read somewhere that you, uh, uh, you started with uh, art journals. Yeah. and progress to larger hot projects and then hop to canvases. 
but when when you first started, right? I want to um, connect this question to the one I asked you previously. Uh, I wanted to know if you if there were times where you felt uh, this is not my thing, and how do you just you know deal with those moments mentally and just like I can do this. <laughs> Imposter syndrome. Mm. All artists get it. Mm. <laughs> Even artists that are very famous now. Um, you have to step away from comparing yourself to others. Yes. Everyone's art journey journal is their own visual diary, and it's personal. And it's all about what you're doing, not comparing yourself to others. Um, comparison is the killer of creativity. Thank you. I, I, I'm not trying to stay on the same topic over and over again, but it's so important for me because I try to, people that I look up to like you, I try to sort of get the most out of them when it comes to inspiring upcoming artists or just to um, learn one or two things from you, especially they're not giving up part, right? So that's why this question might still be connected to what well, the last two questions I've asked you. Um, what advice would you give someone going through the early days uh, of their journey as an abstract artist to not give up? Keep exploring, keep painting, paint, 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 or draw or sculpt or whatever you do and do it for the joy. Be, mine your own creativity. Don't look outside yourself. Just keep exploring and finding what brings you joy because the more you explore and the more different styles you try and materials you try, you're going to find something that you go, ah, oh, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> and when you find that magic thing that makes your heart sing, yeah, then just keep doing it. Do it, do it, do it. And share it. Show it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And how do you feel <laughs> when, uh, oh, let me say it this way, right? Have you faced any criticism or misconceptions about your work in the past? And you just like, yeah, I'm not being afraid to just... I'm, I'm sure I have. I haven't had people say to my face, oh, that is ugly. Yeah. Um, wow. I've been fortunate, and maybe I just haven't had enough exposure yet. I'm sure that time's coming. Yeah, hopefully but, not. <laughs> but the thing is, um, you know, everyone sees things differently. Yeah. And it doesn't matter to me whether, you know, as Georgia O'Keeffe says, praise and criticism both go down the same drain. Mm. So in the same way that you don't hook on to criticism, you don't hook on to the praise. Yeah. You believe in your work and it's lovely if people like it, but if they don't, you let that wash off. Oh, I, oh let's twist it a little bit and say, um, have you had people interpreted your work uh, differently from your original intention, good or bad? And, um, and I want to ask you, how often do you have to actually um, explain yourself even I say like in heart exhibitions about, you know, especially with the direction where the question is coming from is not your intended destination right. at all. <laughs> I have had that happen. And I actually don't try to over explain my work because I'm really interested in how people see it. And that is one of the joys of abstract is that when you meet people, they'll see things in your work that you don't, don't see. see. Yeah. And I find that fascinating. Mm. I find that really interesting. And sometimes it will inspire me for future work. Yeah. Because I'll go, wow, I never saw that. But it's so cool that someone else does. Uh, yeah. Maybe wow. I'm going to take that theme and build on it. Yeah, especially if they're not artists, right? <laughs> like <Right>. me. <laughs> um, 
I, I saw somewhere where you said, um, I think it's one of your posts on Instagram, I think. You said um, painting edges are one of your favorite uh, processes. Uh, and you don't really like looking at your work until the edges are done. Yes. Uh, can you tell me more about that? Well, when I paint on quite thick canvases, and I make a real mess of them when I'm doing my paintings. So when they're finished, it's sort of the, it's the final culmination of layers and layers and hours and hours and hours of, of work on the piece. Yeah. So when I paint the edges, it's almost like a meditation. It's a bringing together of all of the work mm. and putting the, it's like wrapping it in mm. a silk scarf and getting it ready to present to the yeah. world. Yeah. It's a, it's a really calming <laughs> feeling and it, wow. it, it makes you feel so finished. Wow. I like that. Uh, and I believe you sometimes host uh, a live um, painting demonstrations, right? Um, how often do you host such events and do you have any uh, upcoming one? Well, actually, the one that I did for Allied Arts Council in February was the first one I had ever done. Oh, okay. And I was quite terrified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite terrified before I did it. But once I got my material set up, I really, really enjoyed it. And I really loved people coming in and talking art with me and being interested and telling me about their own art practice yeah. or their desire to try art. Yeah. So, yeah, I am interested in doing some more in the future because it was really this rewarding. Year still, we have yeah, enough time to plan. Uh, and I know you, you're quite busy and stuff. And uh, and that's why, uh, and I know you have a, a, another, um, one of your paintings, actually. Yeah, one of your paintings um, has been selected for the uh, Making It Big in Leadbridge. Yes. At Casa. What does that entail? Is it like an exhibition? Is it what? Uh, Making It Big is an open exhibition it's a salon exhibition okay. so it is open for anyone to put paintings in okay you could submit you know up to three works okay. um and then each artist one work was selected okay. to go into this exhibition wow there it's going to be an amazing exhibition there's over 60 southern alberta artists wow. involved and the whole premise is the concept of what is big? Yeah. Because what is big to you might not mm. be what is big to me. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this exhibition because I'm sure there will be massive works <laughs> and there'll be little <laughs> teeny mini works. But it's all based around the premise of what is big. Well, when is when is the this event? The opening reception is next Saturday, the seventeenth. Okay. At seven p.m. at Casa. It's open to the public. It's free. Okay. So come out. The artists will be there, see some great art, meet some new friends. Okay, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. I like I like going to Casa. Um, how can anyone interested in your work uh, reach you on social media? They can find me on Instagram at Beverly Waters Art. And if you're interested in connecting, uh, if you want to visit my studio or talk art, yeah. send me a DM. I'm always up to meet new people and talk art. Cool, good stuff. How do you go about your weekend in Lethbridge when you're not talking art? <laughs> well, I love Lethbridge. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> I like going to other cultural events. I like going to see live music. We're so lucky here. We have great music venues. Yeah. We've got the Owl. We've got Geomatic Attic. Like, there's so much live music to be found, yeah. and and also lots of cultural events. And downtown right now is having such a renaissance. Yeah. Lots of new restaurants, new yeah. boutiques, new yeah. shops. 
I, I just love exploring. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I want to let you go, but I just want to hold on to you tight a little bit. <laughs> do you um, do you have a message of um, inspiration or motivation that you just want to share with with me? With yeah, whoever's watching, really. Well, I know that's not on the menu, <laughs> but please, you can take I your time. I think that the secret to happiness in whatever you're doing is never give up the sense of play and never stop learning. I think when we stop learning and exploring and looking for new things to try, that's when we get old and stayed. I think the key to happiness, the key to youth, the key to enjoying life is keep trying new things. Absolutely. Take risks. Thank you so much. Keep trying new things and take risks. Beverly, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you and wish you all the best on everything. Thank you for having me. And thank you for sharing your beautiful new studio with me. I absolutely loved being here. Good stuff. Thank you. And massive thanks to every single one of you for tuning in once again and be on the lookout for our next episode. Peace.